It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. Commissioner, one of the major responsibilities for DECAL is the licensing and regulation of some 5,000 child care programs here in Georgia, where the health and safety of our youngest learners is a top priority. And in August, you named a new deputy commissioner for child care services, and you didn't really have to look far. I did. So Pam Stevens is our, our new deputy commissioner for child care services, and she uh, was a current staff member and team member at DECAL working uh, as a director in system reform, leading our quality rated efforts. So, no, I didn't have to look far um, and was happy to be able to promote from within because we have so many talented folks here at DECAL. Now, when someone asks you about child care services and their function within DECAL, how do you answer that? Child care services is absolutely the foundation of everything we do because what they do is monitor for health and safety in our child care programs throughout the state. And that is the foundation. You've got to get that right. You've got to be in compliance with health and safety before you can do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it truly is the foundation of, of what we do here at DECAL. And- we can talk about services. pre-K, we can talk about quality rated, all of those things. They're all equally layered important, on top. But right. see, you have to start, you have to have a healthy and safe environment yeah. for the children there. So um, they're all equally important and they all can definitely complement and build upon each other. But without having that um, designation of being in compliance or in good standing, as we call it these days, um, that's the most important part at this point. So Pam joins us to talk about her background in child care and here at DECAL. Pam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to have you here. This was actually a requested program uh, by uh, some of our employees who are, are working all around Georgia, and they said, we hear great things about Pam Stevens. We just don't know a lot about her. Could you have her on the program? And so here we are. And um, is it true? This can't possibly be correct. 30 years as a teacher, behavior specialist, even a child care director? Um, you probably didn't have to say 30 years, but it is true. But there, there's more. I'm really old, like you just alluded to. So I also um, was a childbirth instructor. I was a TA provider and a trainer. And I've also, I think, when you think about all the things I've done on behalf of children and families, probably an important thing to remember is I'm a parent. Mm. And so I've experienced child care from all different directions, from being you know, pre-K project director to being a teacher in a classroom to having children in childcare. So it gives you a lot to draw on mm-hmm. when you're thinking about these issues and thinking about what's best for children and families what, for 30 should, years. 30 years. Did we say that? <laughs> 30, 30 years. 30 years. Make 30 sure some odd out. years, yes. <laughs> um, so what was your first interest in working with children? How did it begin for you? So my mom was a... Um, director of a community center in Nashville that served mostly the prison community and there was a child care center was a big part of that so I grew up going to the child care center with my mom who was the boss and I also worked for her which I do not recommend <laughs> <laughs> although my kids worked for me in child care as well but um and they would not recommend it either yeah. but um so I mean I just kind of I grew up with it so it kind of happened really organically that it just I saw how important it was and how rewarding the work was mm-hmm. and so I kind of always knew that I would do something 
around children and families, and uh, it's kind of worked out. And it's changed a lot, uh, the focus on early childhood education. It's kind of gone over those 30 years. We talk about it a lot from babysitting, or at least perceived as babysitting, to true early childhood education. Yeah, and I think the people who have been in it for that long always knew that, though. You know, it was convincing everybody else that it was more than babysitting. I I think about the women that my mom worked with, the women that my mom hired, how much they cared about the kids and how much they cared about what was happening in those families. And they knew it was education. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, had to be around a kid about 10 minutes to know that they actually are smart. Right. (laughs) And they are learning and they are repeating everything you say and do. So I think... I think it has changed. I think our practices have changed a lot. We've learned how children learn, and we know how to um, kind of get the most out of kids in a different way now. But I think the biggest change has been convincing everybody else Mm -hmm. that it really is important. So all the articles we read about the first three years, the first five years, it's all true. These are, this is prime time for them. Oh, absolutely. And you can't get it back. Mm. You don't get to, you know, waste it and then come back later and say, oh, we should have done a better job when our kids were small. Right. It doesn't work that way. Let's talk about uh, what you were doing before Child Care Services, and then we'll ask you a few questions about that. You manage the development and implementation of a program that we have called Quality Rated. How did you like that role, and and what was it like to launch a quality rating and improvement system here in Georgia? Without sounding like overly dramatic, it was kind of a dream come true, Mm because those of us who have been in the industry a long time always wanted this so badly for Georgia. We wanted a rating system that would do two things. One is to let parents know really what they were getting into when they decided to take their child to child care. Um, It's a big decision. And before Quality Ready, you didn't have a whole lot to go on information-wise. You know, you visited programs, you hope for the best, but most parents are not early childhood experts, and it was kind of an act of faith mm-hmm. d- deciding where you were going to leave your child. Quality Rated gives them the information they need families to make good choices. But it also, and this is a big thing, they it's also a gauge for child care providers. Being a... You know, I've been in the childcare industry a long time, like we said, and uh, as a director, it can be really isolating. It's a huge job. It's a hard job. And, um, you know, you're on your own little world to a certain degree, you know, in your place, trying to make things great for your children and families that you're responsible for. And you think you're doing a great job, but then, like, you read about some of the data around child care and you hear that maybe it's not as high quality as it should be, and you just assume it's somebody else. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be you. <laughs> but then you go, well, maybe, though, Maybe there is something I could learn. And Quality Rated does that for providers. It gives you that gauge to see where are we doing well, what can we do better, and then the coolest thing about Quality Rated, the help is there to help you get there, to reach your goals, right. which is kind of amazing. The other thing that was fun about Quality Rated, and I, then I'll stop because I'm still excited about Quality no, Rated, is that um, there's nothing bad about it. It's all good. I mean, you know, you decide to join Quality Rated as a provider, you get started, they help you, they support you in every way, and you definitely improve quality. You may not get to the star level you hope for, but then there's just more help out there to go even farther. Mm-hmm. So, and everyone's rooting for you, it's very positive, so it's just a really great program. Well, and the help begins immediately yes, upon yes. applying, which Absolutely. is pretty unique. Yeah, and yeah. We, you know, everybody wants you to be successful. The goal is to make child care the best it can be, and so everybody has the same goal in mind and tries everything they can do and to And I'd get say there. part of the success of Quality Rated in Georgia, because it was just beginning when I came here as commissioner, was really Pam's leadership in that role, because you know, anytime the state rolls out something new, providers can be skeptical, mm-hmm. um, and Quality Rated is voluntary. It's not mandatory, and 
and I was in some meetings or you hear, you know, when you're out, you know, I don't want to be quality rated. I don't want the state involved in anything else in my business. But Pam, because she brought that perspective as a child care director, can bring that and say, but these are the good things about it. It's not really about us getting in your business per se. It's about us helping you to improve your quality. So I think that was a big part of our success with her, her background as a child care provider. Right. And I think it says a lot about our child care community, too, because, you know, it is a voluntary program, like you said, and so many people have volunteered to do this rigorous process that they do not have to do just because they want to do what's right for children and families. So it's kind of amazing. I'm mm-hmm. impressed with our child care community. Yeah, and uh, if you want to find out more about Quality Rated, you can go to <laughs> qualityrated.org, and uh, both as a parent or a provider, and find out more about the program. So now you're at Child Care Services, not quite two months there. How's the transition going for you? Well, to me, it feels great. I hope everybody else feels the same. <laughs> Anyway, the staff um, in child care services have been amazing. They have been patient with me. They are teaching me the things I need to know. They've been supportive. They are taking very good care of me. Um, I think one of the fun things for me has been learning how amazing our child care services division is. Uh, I went to a conference a couple weeks ago that you know, where people from all over the country in regulation come to together mm-hmm. to learn things, and I realized that Georgia really is amazing in the child care services realm compared to other states. I didn't know that. I think but you know how I compare it is that childcare services, because it's foundational, it's a little like your mom. You just kind of take it for granted. And then you like you grow up, you go, Oh my god, my mom had a life. Yeah. You know? And it's like that. It's like, like, mom was cool. That's yeah. a good analogy. Yeah, it's like so I'll go to childcare services like, we do that, we do that. You know, and I look at other states, they don't do it like we do. And whereas they're kind of rock stars and I and it's been a fun thing to discover and to learn more about. I'm really, really excited. Now, I don't want to put you on the spot, but how many are in the child care services team right now? Um, about, you don't want to put me on the spot, um, I would say 120-ish. I it was a sizable yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all over they're always, the state. Sometimes there are openings and that kind of thing. So sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, and they're based all over the state. I still know the exact yeah, number next after week this I'll is over. Thanks, Reg. Well, it's one of those things. I think it is one of our larger divisions. <laughs> You've got folks all over the state. And that's one reason we're doing a podcast, actually, is to um, give our employees an opportunity to hear from our folks while they're traveling and, and uh, going about their business and working in their home office. How do you stay connected and on top of things when you have a team that's so widely dispersed like that? Well, luckily, we have great managers and um, great directors, and I think you know every every it's a big team. But then there are units with those teams, and they're all they're all really close knit, mm. and they really communicate a lot. And what I'm doing, my part of that now, is to meet with each of those units and to listen. Mm. Um, you know, the best thing I can do right now is to learn and to listen and to see what everybody does and kind of form my own ideas based on what's already happened, really built on their success because they've been doing such a great job for so long. Right. So right now, I'm connecting by learning. And we call for folks that might be listening for the first time. You'll hear us refer to people in child care services as consultants. Why do we use that terminology? Um, Well, it's interesting. I think it's a really good term for what they do. They're... One of their responsibilities is to monitor child care, but they're more than that. You know, a monitor is so uh, gives the impression that they're just trying to catch you doing something wrong, and they're not that. They're really a support for child care and for teachers and for directors. And so it's a hard balance 
sometimes you know, between that, making sure people are accountable because that's our job and we mm -hmm. need to do that. But at the same time, again, we all have that same goal of making childcare the best it can be. So they're also a support. And the consultants want to be someone that a childcare provider turns to when they have questions or they need some sort of help or clarification. And so consultant is, is really an appropriate term for who they are because they do, they are consultants. You know, they're somebody who offers support and guidance. So someone's out there listening right now and I can hear them thinking, okay, this all sounds great, but I've got some concerns about a specific childcare program here in Georgia. What, what's your advice to someone who does have a concern and needs to bring our attention to that? Do something. I mean, we want to know. If you have a concern about childcare, we want to know. And uh, we have a whole unit that is dedicated to making sure that we follow up with any kind of concern or complaint someone has around childcare, and we would encourage you, and I think it, you're going to give them the number to call to um, child care services at sure. the end so that they will know, yeah, we, would, we want to know. I mean, again, that's our responsibility. And one thing that I'm always telling folks in my job is that you can do that anonymously. Absolutely, yes. So if you're worried about that standpoint. Talk a little bit about the um, inspections that we do. Every child care program inspected twice, twice a, a year. Twice a year. Twice a year. Which again, it sets us apart. Mm -hmm. Not all states do that. And the two visits are really important because that's how you build relationships with a provider. So yeah, two two visits. And if they're, and that's at the minimum. A lot of times there are follow-up things that we need to do if there's an issue or if um, a program wants more information or some more training or technical assistance around something, they're out there even, even more than that. Mm -hmm. It just depends. And of course, if there's a complaint or an investigation, it may be quite a bit. And we post all of that to our website at decal.ga.gov and uh, past inspections going back a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. I know We've expanded that so you can look back through their history. What about a parent that's looking for child care? What advice, uh, both with your old quality rated hat and now your child care services hat, what advice would you give to Qualityrated.org. Because <laughs> you know, we, want, we want families to choose play. If child care is going to work for a family, for one thing, it needs to be convenient. So you need to make sure that you can find something in, that's nearby that you know, works for where your job is located and where you're located. And on qualityrated.org, you can search for child care by location on your route to work, which is kind of awesome. We want you to look for quality rated child care. For sure, one, two, or three-star rated, quality-rated programs, and you can find that all there. Um, and, and I think another message that I always want to get out whenever I can is that quality-rated, yes, definitely, but even more licensed child care. Mm. We people always need to be looking for and finding licensed child care. And it's a big you know, expense and it's a big choice for families and a big decision. But, you know, you want to make sure that things are happening that, that ensure the safety of your child, like criminal background checks, teacher training, even like the way they dispense medication. Those are all the things we look for in licensing. And, you, you know, that gives you peace of mind when you're going to work if you know those things are happening. And I guess to clarify, we have licensed programs. We also have exempt programs. What are those? Exempt programs are programs that fall outside of the restrictions we have about who needs to be licensed but are still working with the state to make sure that they're in compliance with the things that we expect them to do as well. And that's uh, changed a little bit with our CAPS subsidy payments. Uh, if you're a program that was previously exempt, you can be exempt, but we're still going to inspect you because you're receiving, you're receiving subsidy. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Um, Pam, I think we've covered it all if for the first two months anyway. What are you looking forward to most about the future? Uh, I think I'm looking most forward to seeing how ways to align quality rated and child care services even more because they are like 
really part of the same thing. You know, we're all working together to improve quality, and it starts with child care services, and it kind of, you know, continues with quality rated and how we can align those programs even more. I think our consultants are really excited to think about that, how, can, how they can look for quality, especially our TA unit. Mm. I think there are really exciting ways we can do that in the future. Technical assistance, TA, yes. right? Yes, okay, technical just making sure. All right, well, welcome aboard. I mean, it's not like you're brand new, but welcome no. to CCS, and good luck. Thank you. And if you have concerns or questions about child care in Georgia, our consultant of the day is at your service. That's weekdays, Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. You can call 404-656-5562. That's 404-656-5562. Or email ccscomplaints at decal, D-E-C-A-L dot G-A dot gov. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hello, my name is Patricia Beverly. I'm the receptionist for CCS. My question for the commissioner is, with the growing diverse population in the state, are there any plans for diversity training for early educators? Well, Patricia, that's a great question, and you're right. Our population is ever-changing here in Georgia, um, and we actually do offer diversity training for early education uh, providers and teachers, and we would call that cultural competency training, and it's offered through our R&Rs, or if anybody's interested or you get calls, um, they can also go to our training approval system where they have all the approved trainings. But that is a good question and a very important type of training for not only child care providers, but for our staff in general, which we also will be receiving that type of training at our regional meetings that are currently happening now. Thanks, Patricia. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.